swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here. Back with the lovely Kelly Maroney. Hi, Kelly Jerry. Maroney, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. It's the holiday season. Yes. I love it. And uh, one of the favorite things I love is holiday movies. I love Christmas movies. And we came up with a topic today just so we could talk about our favorite Christmas movies, really. <laughs> just an excuse. <laughs> it's an excuse. But, yeah. So the, the, the topic for our podcast today is supporting characters in some of our favorite Christmas movies. And it's because there's a main character who might be Santa Claus or might be somebody mm-hmm. else. George Bailey. George Bailey. But then there's some supporting people, which are, and, and for some reason for me in in Christmas movies, maybe it's just because you memorize the lines or mm-hmm. whatever, but you just, mm-hmm. there's so many supporting characters I love. And so that's what we decided what we would do is supporting yes. characters from Christmas movies. So, um, Kelly Maroney, okay. I will let you start, too. Okay. What's I have, your favorite Christmas movie? Well, it's a, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. I'm sorry to be boring, but it's no. just, and followed closely by a, a Christmas <laughs> story. But It's a Wonderful Life, Clarence. And I looked oh. up his actual name because... You know, I grew up with Clarence. I love Clarence, and I never knew what the actor's name is, and I just think that that's kind of terrible. Um, and I wrote it down, and I'll come up with it later. Okay. <laughs> I, I love Clarence the Angel, and uh, um, I always thought they should do an updated uh, It's a Wonderful Life no, because he gets, he gets thrown out of the bar for being an angel when he's trying to order a drink. Yeah. And uh, I think there would be some type of... Uh, legal action because he's uh, self-identifying as an angel oh. <laughs> or something oh. like that. Maybe. But my supporting character is the guy who threw him out of the bar. Oh, yeah. It's Sheldon Leonard, who later would become this producer in in uh, in Hollywood that did the Andy Griffith show. Wow. Um, he was the executive right. producer on, on Gomer Pyle, USMC. But anyway... His name's Sheldon Leonard, and I actually wanted to, to do the quote that he says. What? Before he went. Well, so George Bailey and the angel come into this bar and start ordering drinks, and it's not the same bar that they saw. It's a right. really rough place. And uh, and so Sheldon Leonard says, hey, look, mister, we serve hard drinks in here for men who want to get drunk fast. <laughs> and we don't need any characters around to get this, give the joint atmosphere. Is that clear? I would have to slip you my left for a convincer. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That was Sheldon Leonard, and then he throws him out of the bar and uh, uh, and then starts hitting the cash register and goes, I'm giving out wings. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, there's a scene cut out of that. Because they, believe it or not, they thought something was was too dark for that movie. Really? Yes, where they um, they went to it's sort of like a Levittown kind of thing, development. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cut it out. They thought, oh, this is too dark. Uh, I'm like, well, and, and other stuff in that movie is not too dark? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one. Uh, I, not to... Not to belabored this movie but Violet 
Violet. It's Violet. a wonderful now, life, the pretty girl. Everybody loves Mary, but, you know, Violet. And then you see Violet, like, going to pot as the movie. Yeah. You know, and, and then he saves her um, from a life of of who knows what. <laughs> Ne'er do well. Gives her a little money to get out of town. Yeah. And I always, I always thought, you know, if you're an actress... Or, you know, just me. Everyone thinks I'm a Violet, but I'm really a Mary. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I, I like Violet. And she was, I mean, yeah, I like that they showed her when she was a little girl. And mm-hmm. she still had those flirty characteristics. Just that. Oh, yeah. She knew what, she knew what men wanted to hear, which is made her whole life. Okay, I'm sticking with it. It's a wonderful life. Okay, cool. And one of my favorite ones. And... Unfortunately, you know, sometimes we get so politically correct that we might not put this character in the movie anymore because uh, it is Annie who was the uh, <coughs> maid at uh, the Bailey house, at the Bailey room and board or whatever, the boarding house. And uh, <coughs> she's an African-American woman and one of just it's so good in there because she dances with the uh george and when she's getting there and she's trying to um do it and she's just always giving these little zingers and at the end of the movie uh spoiler alert for a 70 year old movie (laughs) uh, but at the end of the movie when everybody's put some money in she goes uh I've been saving this money for a divorce if ever I got me a husband. (laughs) (laughs) Does she really? Yeah. I never (laughs) noticed that before. Oh, I love that line. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) classic. (laughs) She was saving the money for a divorce if she ever found a husband. That's awesome. She decided to give the money to George. And I, and I just love it. And she's a great actress. Lillian Randolph, I wanted to get her name. Um, And I'll give one more, and then we get to take a commercial. But uh, Bert and Ernie, which is where... Jim Henson got the Bert and Ernie characters were from It's a Wonderful Life. And Bert and Ernie are the cab driver and the policeman. Oh. Ward Bond and Frank Phelan. And uh, they are Bert and Ernie, and they're the ones who sing when George and uh, Mary honeymoon, and they make everything right. But it's the cop and the taxi driver. So let's take a commercial, and when we come back, we'll talk about other movies, but we started with a great one. It's a Wonderful Life, and we'll be right back after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. And I learned two new things I didn't know. You just told me two new things about that movie. That's what we're all about. We'll be right back. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste back here at Rick's Martini Bar. I'm here with Jerry McCarty and I'm Kelly Maroney and we're talking about Christmas movies. More specifically we're talking about supporting characters in Christmas movies which sometimes make the movie. And earlier I was talking about Clarence and It's a Wonderful Life. I couldn't think of his name and it wasn't fair but I remembered it. It's Henry Travers. Yay! Yes, Henry Travers. He deserves credit. Yes, good, good, good. I have one. It's Go ahead. A Christmas Story. Oh, Ralphie. Yeah, well, Ralphie. Ralphie's the main ca- character. Right. Um, but his dad, the old, they refer to him as the old man. Yeah. And he's kind of an unsung character because he's the, the quintessential dad. But then when his lamp leg, <laughs> I mean, that that's really an unexpectedly moving, he, the way he mourns that lamp, is a leg is a... Really something. I thought he deserved a mention. <laughs> Good for Darren McGavin, 
who played that role. Yeah, that was the, was the dad and, and played it great. I love the you know the swearing without swearing thing. Where yes, funny lines like a kid would like a kid would remember your dad swearing, <laughs> and uh, they just did that good. And the dogs chasing him mm-hmm. and uh, good choice. Yeah. I like Darren. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the kid, whoever that was, that got his uh, tongue stuck in the flagpole. That's always extremely well played. In fact, the kids all did a really good job in that movie of getting whatever that 1940s vibe yeah. was of the BB uh, gun, the Red Red Rider. Red Rider BB yeah. gun. You put your eye out, kid. Okay, I'm going to go to another old movie, and I, and and there's something about old movies that there was a. I don't know if it was if people were, were we that different or was it just acting was that different? Was I'm going to Miracle on 34th Street, right? And it was people just the characters were all overacting, kind of bigger than life and talking. And there's a character who I'm going to start with one of the first ones I'm going to say, which is uh, her name is Mrs. Shelburne. And I looked and I looked her up, and her name was played by an uh, actress named Leela Bliss, and she she had a Holly, she had an acting school in Hollywood, <laughs> so she was teaching people how to act. But she was like one of the most overacting people in this movie, and so there's this part of the movie where Santa Claus, they're trying to find a place for him to stay because <coughs> so he can work at Macy's and be Santa Claus and not be committed to an institution. And so, uh, Marina Hare, the lovely Marina Hare, I love her. Mm-hmm. She convinces one of her coworkers to to get, to ask his wife if Santa Claus can stay with them, live with them, while he's doing Christmas. And uh, so, so he comes up with a plan to says, "I'm going to give her." Double strength martinis tonight before I ask her. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> so anyway, which is a great plan always to get your spouse drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so anyway, he uh, he does. And she uh, and the best part is he gets her on the phone and she calls Reno Hara. And uh, <coughs> first they hand her the phone and she speaks into the wrong end of it, which is always mm-hmm. a great comment. <laughs> And she spins it around, and oh, and and he tells her he made the martinis triple strength, but she goes, "We'd love to have Santa Claus come stay with us. It'd be delightful." Oh it's just like this super overacting, like a nineteen. 19- 40s would be that is perfect. Now, a lot of acting teachers, really good acting teachers, aren't that great of actors themselves. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people were there were a lot of probably more stage actors back then. That would oh yeah, bigger mm-hmm. and louder and act more with. Well, not only that, but body. the studios would take take the actors and they'd put them through classes. Uh. So, uh, yeah, so they all kind of they all kind of talk the same. <laughs> they all kind of dance the same. Which, kinda... which gets me to my other one from that movie, which is the little kid, uh, Tommy, who they called to the stand to talk about Santa Claus. And it was like all the kids in those movies of the 40s all talked the same, too. Like, gee, mister. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my daddy told me Santa Claus is uh, the, uh, told me that that's the real Santa Claus. And, jeepers. And, uh, jeepers. Yeah, that's another one. It was like, did kids really say jeepers or did acting people just think they said jeepers? Yeah. No, they I, don't didn't. I don't think they did. <laughs> I, and they certainly didn't plant their feet and, and project their voice right, like right, they, right, right, kids right. do. They say those lines with their whole bodies. Um, 
There's a, a funny thing in Miracle on 34th Street like that, that at the end in the in the courtroom scene mm-hmm. when they say that there really is a Santa Claus. A spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> um, as they're all file, the people are all filing out. Well, they're extras. They've been sitting there all day. If you look, nobody cares at all if there's a Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> the extras are like they just leave. They're just leaving. <laughs> Nice. And I guess nobody notices, you know, if they had noticed, they would have said, okay, can we have some enthusiasm or <laughs> nothing? They just leave. I hope that that didn't ruin that moment for you guys forever and ever, but uh, you'll notice it now. <laughs> but it's a great moment. You watch all the, the, the judge also, the judge says, you have letters? Put them on my desk. Put them mm-hmm. on my desk. And then they bring in just tons. Tons. Of and that's, the, that's near the end of the movie. But anyway. Let's. We have taken all the commercial break already. We come oh. back. We got a lot of movies to go through. So I know. We, I we know. Have to go to rapid fire. Okay. But, uh, when okay. we come back, we'll talk about more Christmas movies when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. <laughs> Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Back at Rick's Martini Bar, this is Jerry McCarty with the lovely Kelly Maroney, and we are talking Christmas movies because we love Christmas, and it's Christmas time, and we're talking about uh, uh, supporting characters in some of our favorite Christmas movies. So, Kelly Maroney, what's another yes. of your favorite Christmas well, movies? Well, um, National Lampoon is a wonderful movie, um, and I'm thinking about Randy Quaid. His Uncle Eddie, yeah. and he lives in, you know, you know the story. <laughs> I just thought that was a wonderful addition because we all have that relative. And he's becoming in real life more and more like More like, no, it was a prophecy. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, I got some horror movies, too. Okay, well, I'm going <gasps> to do, remember? I have to do one of my yes, favorite ones. Yes, please do. Elf. Elf. Great Will Ferrell in there, and there's just, I'll just stand fast. There's three Outstanding characters in there is is Ed Asner as Santa Claus and yes. Grumpy Santa Claus. I love that take on Santa Claus, and I would like to see mm-hmm. that in a bigger movie. Well, Bad a, Santa is a yeah, but he's but he was I like a Santa that's the good Santa, but just is cranky, is old and cranky. Because he still who, wants to do the right thing. Because who wouldn't be? And uh, and Bob Newhart mm-hmm. is Papa Elf, yes, who is just the funniest deadpan guy in the world. And Faze on Love, who's uh, gigantic african-american guy who plays the uh manager of the store and uh uh he was super funny and so i love phase on love so those were three of mine. ah well uh, there's been a couple what about the night before christmas yes and i'm thinking about specifically specifically carol kane oh yeah as um the ghost of christmas present right 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 and um who was the ghost of christmas past I remember. He's awesome. And Margot Kidder. Oh, no, that's not. That's not. Excuse me. I'm flashing forward. Ah. <laughs> I'm flashing forward. I almost gave it away. Should I do it? Go ahead. Black Christmas. Ah. Uh-huh. Now, it's the same director who did A Christmas Story. Oh, also really? did a movie called Black Christmas, and it's a scary movie. Ooh. One of the first scary movies I ever saw. Wow. Yes, and Margot Kidder really shined in that. Okay, I want to do a couple animated ones. 
Peanuts, one of my favorite characters in Peanuts is Pigpen. Yes. Because that would be bullying now to call a kid Pigpen. And, I but, know. <laughs> but I do okay. like, I do like, because we all had that one friend that was always kind of dirty. I and still messy. do. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that the kid they called Pigpen. And, uh, and then my other one would be the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Sorry, is Yukon Cornelius. I'm a huge fan of Yukon Cornelius. I had that one too. <laughs> and the Charlie in the Box, the uh, Misfit Toys, where they have the the, the toys that nobody wants. And uh, I love the Charlie in the Box. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Nobody wants this, the Charlie in the Box. This stuff used to kind of break my heart. Okay, still does apparently. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. And well, you know what? Die Hard. Die Hard's kind of a Christmas movie. Two of my, and two of my favorites. Do you, you, you have a sporting character? For I you have that? Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman is so good in that movie as Hans Gruber. <laughs> and he is a, I uh, uh, love that guy, uh, Alan Rickman. And he does a great job. But his right hand uh, man is, I also like, who was Alexander Gudnov, who was a Russian ballet star. And was like became a movie actor, but that blonde-haired guy with, that was his uh, assassin yeah. is is just he's just got a look that is, uh, to, and he passed away like I see at very very young. Um, he I'm did. not sure why, but he uh, he passed away I think in his uh, like 40s, 50s, early 50s, uh, unfortunately. But oh. so Alan Rickman, Alexander Goodenough in uh, Die Hard. I got okay. Trading Places. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Murphy. And also, Jamie Lee Curtis is the prostitute. Ah, <laughs> yes. And for those who care, there's mm-hmm. uh, there's some good shots in that movie of Jamie Lee Topless. There are? I, I think that's the movie she's topless I must have spaced on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're Looking running good. out of time, but I'm going to give one more to a guy that I think I mentioned a few episodes ago that I like this, his performance, but... Sporting character, <coughs> definitely in the movie The Holiday, which is Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black, but an outstanding supporting performance given in his last performance was Eli Wallach oh, as wow. Arthur, the blacklisted author, and uh, he does a great job, and that's worth it just to watch his performance. Anybody else? Um, let's see. Did we do Gremlins? We did not talk about Gremlins. Why don't you do... We, to, to tell me about Gremlins. <laughs> you know, my problem with Gremlins, I really don't want to get into it. Okay. I, like the, I like the movie. I like the okay. Mogwai. I like Phoebe Cates. Mm-hmm. I just don't like some of... There's a writing thing in there. <laughs> well, we were just noticing how these Christmas movies get kind of inadvertently pretty dark. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here's one. Jingle All the Way with the late, great Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. That's right. Phil Hartman and... Uh, um, is that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, too? I Jingle think... I don't... I yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the one that, that he was in. Phil Hartman was so good. I miss him. Yeah. I know. Wow. I don't know... Here's no, uh, no, oh, no. Yeah. Love Actually. Oh, yes. Bill Nye. Actually yeah. with Bill Nye. Bill. <laughs> that hilarious. is a Bill Nye. And... and for for Kelly and I who know him and you is is that Rick Farmelo or is that yes. not Rick Farmelo? <laughs> Rick Farmelo, Rick Martini Bar is he's Bill Knight. He's just this, <laughs> that's that's him. The guy uh, just the way he dresses. If you ever want to see him, but he's, <laughs> he's great in that movie. <laughs> and uh, Merry Christmas, Rick. Merry Christmas. <laughs>
<laughs> we are at the end of our time. So on that note, we are going to go. But you picked a great movie to end on. Love Love, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, great movie. And uh, <laughs> so we are at the end of our time. So we want to wish everyone out there a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Solstice. Ha- um, happy, happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. And, and uh, anything else that... You should be celebrating. I, I celebrate everything That's because good. it's a good policy. You never want to miss an opportunity to celebrate. That's a good policy. I like that policy, and uh, um, and we want to celebrate you and celebrate New Year's mm-hmm. by following us in 2016. Merry Christmas, everybody! Cheers! Cheers, and thank you so much for listening. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place where the girls are refined. And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down To Ricky's down